0: This is Epic Ordinary Lives Podcast. Welcome to episode 43 of Epic Ordinary Lives. The podcast that believes in the power of story. Story is a means for helping those that are listening. Because when we listen to other people's lives, we can learn from their experiences. We can learn from what they've gone through, both the great heights, the great joys, and the great triumphs, as well as the valleys, the deserts, the, the very tough moments that make a person wonder if they can continue in whatever their path they're on. Those things that rattle us, that make us question our identity, that make us question the path that we're on. So we can learn all of those things by listening, but we also learn so much by telling our own stories, sitting down and really reflecting on our lives. And that's the goal of this podcast, to mine those stories of human lives Ordinary people who are nonetheless epic, who are doing their best, learning from what they've gone through, and continuing on in spite of whatever challenges they may face. Now this episode is a little bit different than the standard, where I'm interviewing an ordinary person who's living an epic life. This is a What I've Learned episode where I want to unpack some of the takeaways, some of the lessons from previous episodes. So I'm going to play a clip from a previous episode. This actually came from episode 33, Seth Budai on taking risks to find alignment and home. So I'm going to play a little clip of a part of that interview because I actually want to talk about the the takeaway there. Just to give a little bit of context for this clip that I'm going to play, we cut into the middle of the episode with Seth sharing this very challenging and dark period of his life where he and his wife had moved to Florida for him to pursue a, a position as a personal trainer in a gym. And it wasn't working. It was completely wearing him out, uh, wearing him thin, and it was not the right thing. It both wasn't the right physical space, and it was not the right job.
1: Needless to say, it was, like I said, very, very hard. And I get to a point where um, it was really tough on our marriage. It was really tough on, like, just life in general just felt very, very tough. And I kind of got to a deciding line of, like, well, I can either – continue to be miserable, um, hope for something to change. Or I can, I, I had, um, one of the clients that I trained down in the gym, um, I actually still think of this moment cause it was like a very big moment where she took me aside and said, you know, I was basically just, like I said, I was miserable and she looked at me and said, only you are responsible for your own happiness. And it just like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It just felt like, oh, I've got to do something. If I want a change, I've got to do something. And it was very like, it was kind of a mixed bag of like, okay, why have I not done something up to this point? And like, who did I expect to change it kind of thing? Like, I'm the one that has the power here. And I've kind of like, acted like I'm so self defeating and so like, miserable, but like, I'm miserable because I've made myself miserable kind of thing. And so I literally like the next day, I think I called at my boss and was like, Hey, I'd really like to meet, um, have like a sit down conversation. And so I, I met and basically told, you know, I was originally, my intention was when I moved down there to stay down there for about three years. And when I met with my boss, I was like, listen, you know, I, I enjoy the gym. I really feel like I'm learning a lot, but I am absolutely miserable and I can't keep going like this because it's not going to be good for anybody if I do. Um, And so I just, you know, basically had a heart to heart and said like, you know, I don't know what to tell you, you know, we'll, we'll figure things out. It was kind of a, you know, it was, it was a bad timing because I had just um, decided to go for some continuing education that my company was gonna be paying for. So I kind of knew that like by doing this, I was like kind of getting myself in a bad situation because they had just forked out this money for me to go to the certification and I didn't really have the money to be able to pay for it. Um, But I knew that like, I just knew that if I didn't do something, um, it wasn't gonna get any better. It was only gonna get worse, you know? So, and I knew that I had to take control of the situation and do something. So that's when I kind of said like, this is the situation. This is where I'm at. This is what I need to do in order to, you know, basically for, for myself, for my own sanity, for my marriage, for my happiness, long-term, for all those things, I've got to make a change. And so I basically had zero plan whatsoever. I didn't have any fallback. I basically just said like, I'm going to make my way back up to Tennessee, whether that, whether that means I need to, you know, take really crappy jobs, if that means I need to try and go back to where where I was at before, at the gym I was at before, um, whatever I need to do, I need to do something to reverse my situation that I'm currently in. And when I decided to do that, that was really like the, um, I think in a lot of ways that was me, you know, when, you know, when they're at the circus and the guy gets in the cannon to get shot, that was like <laughs> when I got in the cannon and decided, okay, go ahead and you know, launch me and I'll figure out where I end up.
0: Light the fuse. So in that section, Seth Budai was faced with a truth. A truth that he was not in the right place, that he wanted to be elsewhere, and that maybe he had more control over his circumstances than he was giving himself credit for in that moment. This is very poignant. This is very heavy because we all might find ourselves in such a place in any number of scenarios in life. Between a rock and a hard place. In a desert of our of our days where maybe the days feel the same. Maybe there is a scarcity of beauty and novelty and freshness, or maybe it's like Seth Budai's own experience where it was so heavy, so busy, so intense, and so exhausting. In both cases, we may find ourselves depleted of our our livelihood. Not the livelihood in the sense of what we do for a living, but maybe I should say our liveliness, that which animates us, that, that which gives us life. And in those moments, we have to wonder you know, what is it? What is the solution? And I, I, I don't want to come from any place of standing on the mountain and being someone who has really embodied this because I face this in my own life. The question of, As John Mayer said, I'm going to go back and and maybe date myself. But uh, I think in the song Why Georgia, Why? Which this has to be back in the early 2000s. Let's see. 2001. John Mayer came out with the song Why Georgia, Why? Which has the line Am I Living It Right? Am I Living It Right? Because we all can ask ourselves that question, especially when things are hard. And I just want to reflect on this specific lesson that Seth Budai learned that led him to a life and work that was more enriching, more enlivening, more in alignment with what he wanted. I mean, his wife and he moved to Knoxville where suddenly... He didn't feel completely tapped out. He didn't feel as though he was giving all that he had for something that was taking more from him. And yet there are other times in life where maybe the answer is not to to go, but to stay and to weather a storm or to weather obstacles. I mean, there's no way to know. This depends entirely on each individual person. So I guess I'm just riffing on how to navigate such such a question. How to how to navigate in our own lives whether or not what we're in is the right thing and just a hard chapter of the right thing or the wrong thing. And and perhaps something that we need to Leave, escape. And you could argue that this nothing in life is so binary, so black and white as the question of this or that. It's so easy to make our lives into a binary, into a right or wrong. And as soon as I say that, as soon as I even reflect on the question... I realize that there are shades with everything, and maybe that is a part of how to navigate such a question. But he had to leave, and his life was better when he did. I think there are a lot of paths for each person. I think there are a lot of doors, and they may not look like the doors that we had envisioned for our lives. They may not be what we planned on. But I think it's very enriching to consider that it's not too late at whatever chapter that you're in, not too late to transform circumstances that you're in or to leave circumstances that you're in or any number of other possibilities. I mean, maybe that's the beauty of so many different lives and so many different chapters and so many different... Uh, in in my case, so many different interviews, there's not one way to the top of the mountain or it's not always a mountain that we're actually climbing. Seth Budai's episode, particularly this episode, episode 33 of Epic Ordinary Lives is particularly, it was particularly empowering for me just because of how honest he was. He's a radically honest person and his honesty of this, this, this path that he was on and this path that these chances that he took, they're inspiring. And maybe you listening, maybe you, you can be inspired by a similar trajectory or maybe your path is different. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's not a profound thing to say, you know, every, everyone's life is different. But I, I just don't know. I guess maybe the other way to look at what he says is that maybe we need to get to that point where we really realize that what we want is not where we are and that we are actually ready. To do something different. My dad says to me that a huge part of life is readiness, that he he speaks of the success of his marriage with my mom and you know, the the, the success of, of the marriage of my parents as being very much about readiness, that when they met and when when they when they got married, they were ready. To go on that path together. To go on that adventure together. So maybe there's no um, planning readiness. Maybe readiness is something that we have to both work toward, but also be patient toward. Seth Budai seemed to be ready after hearing that incredibly poignant statement. He was ready to to step into the arena and do something different. I guess as I reflect on this, I I think about how it's so easy to take a story like this and say, well, the, the solution is just to have more courage or be willing to take greater risks, be stronger, be tougher. And maybe that is the right answer for certain folks. Maybe one person needs to hear, <laughs> as the movie Prince of Thieves, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, this is a, a quote from my childhood, uh, get up, move faster, that's a, that's a quote from a, a 90s movie there for you, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, get up, move faster, fight harder, bite down on your mouthpiece, to use a fighting metaphor, and and then maybe sometimes it's a matter of you know you're doing okay life is hard pl- plain and simple i mean that that's clearly obvious but i think there can be a narrative of you're not doing it right you're doing it wrong you're not being brave enough you're not being committed enough And some of the people that doubt themselves the most are the people that I would most admire for their commitment, for their work. Sometimes the folks that are working two jobs or really trying to be a good spouse or sibling are the very ones that can feel like it's not enough. They can hear stories of triumph and they can go, if I were only braver... And I think that's also a trap. So how can we marry some sense of loving ourselves, being okay with the inevitable deserts of our lives? I mean, Seth Budai himself was in a long extended period of challenge and wandering and questions and not knowing. And he got through that. And he got through that by having his wife Chessa on his side and he got through it by trial and error and getting stronger and getting more adept at listening to the voice within. Yeah, again, I'm definitely not speaking from any place of authority here, but only from a place of trying to sit with these lessons and these thoughts and and work with them. Cook them, if you will, in my own mind. And this is something that uh, I would invite you, if you have listened to that episode or just this little vignette of it, please share with me what you think. What do you think about this question of moving towards the things of your life that are in greater alignment? Is it a matter of just having enough courage, grit, toughness, savvy, risk-taking, Etc. Or is it a matter of patience? I mean, I, I obviously this is going to depend on the situation, but what is true for you? That's really what I want to know today. What it, What is true for you? What is your own experience? And if you want to talk about this, please either make a post on this particular episode. Or uh, you can email me at Aaron at com. That is A-A-R-O-N at EpicOrdinaryLives.com. This podcast will be back in a couple of weeks. I'm going to take the next week off. Uh, this week is my wife's birthday, and we are going to celebrate in the midst of Getting through this pandemic, we're going to honor her birthday, and I'll be back in two weeks with another episode, another Epic Ordinary Life. If you're enjoying this, please write a review on Apple iTunes. Please take just the time necessary to do that. It's a huge benefit to the podcast. It allows other folks to find it. and Also, if you're enjoying it, share, share this with a friend, please. So until the next episode, I hope you're well. Please take care of yourself, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks.